One of history's most successful but forgotten kings was Swain Forkbeard, the first Viking king of England. Most people have only heard of his son, Canute the Great, who was famous for forging the North Sea Empire and the legend of him commanding the waves of the tide. But Swain Forkbeard was the man who made everything possible for Canute. Much like Alexander the Great and his father, Philip of Macedon, Swain gave his son the blueprint to be powerful and to be later known as the Great. But who was this legendary forgotten king? Let's delve into his life and find out. First, let's look into his ancestry and early life. For centuries, it was believed that Swain was the son of Harold Bluetooth, as he was his predecessor. However, recently in 2019, a new chronicle was discovered which tells us the truth behind Swain's parentage. His father was Knut Gormsum, nicknamed Danast. He was the older brother of Harold Bluetooth. Knut was killed during a raid in Ireland. He died whilst his wife Tove was pregnant with Swain. His brother Harold then married his widow and raised his child Swain as his own. Knut and Harold's father was Gorm the Old, the King of Denmark. Gorm's father was Halfknut I, a legendary king of Denmark, who in turn was the son of the mythic Viking chieftain Sigurd Snake in the Eye, who was also the son of the legendary Viking hero Ragnar Lothbrok. So Swain was descended from one of the greatest bloodlines in Viking history, and in order to carve out his own legacy, he would have to do extraordinary things. Swain was born on the 17th of April in the year 963. The conflicting accounts of his heritage are mysterious, but Swain's acts later in life could convey who his real father was. Swain's alleged uncle and stepfather Harold would abandon the gods of old and was the first of the Scandinavian kings to be baptised. Swain would too be baptised as an infant and raised as a Christian, unknowingly turning his back on the gods of his forefathers and centuries of religious tradition. Not much is known about Swain's childhood, but we can assume he had one of the best upbringings possible. Due to the events later in his life, it is evident he was tutored in the art of warfare and how to use a sword and axe. Swain's first appearance in historical records is rather brutal. According to medieval writers, Swain revolted against King Harold Bluetooth, his alleged uncle and father figure. According to Snorri Sturluson's Chronicle of the Kings of Norway, Swain is said to have asked Harold for a part of Denmark. Harold denied his request and Swain assembled his men and told Harold he was going on a raid. In reality, he was preparing a takeover. When his preparations were complete, Swain would march with an army to face the forces of Harold. King Harold won the battle, but received a mortal wound and died shortly after in exile. Could this mean that Swain thought it was his right to rule, as he was the true heir of Gorm the Old? This makes sense if his father really was Canute Gormsum, 
as this would make Swain the legitimate ruler. Plus, it's hard to believe that he would kill his own father if it truly was Harold. However, according to another chronicler, Adam of Bremen, Swain allegedly revolted against Harold due to his pagan beliefs and couldn't stand the Christianization of Denmark. He would ally himself with the famous founder of the Joms Vikings, Palnatoke. The Joms Vikings were a fabled mercenary order. They were reputed to be the strongest and most feared warriors in Scandinavia. Regardless, King Harold would be driven into exile, and Swain would be crowned the King of Denmark in the year 986, at the age of 23. During the latter part of the 10th century, Swain conducted many raids in England. However, his raids were carried out on a huge scale. He didn't target isolated monasteries or towns. His aim was to cripple the English state. The raids had such an effect on England that the English nobles agreed to pay tribute to Swain. This tribute or payment was known as Danegeld. Swain would soon find himself in another battle, the Battle of Svolder. He and his allies would battle with the King of Norway, Olaf Tryggvason. The story behind the battle is one of power and respect. Thyri was the sister of Swain Forkbeard and Olaf would marry her, but Forkbeard refused to pay her dowry and Olaf was enraged and decided to attack the southern land of Denmark in revenge. In the year 1000, the Joms Vikings allied themselves with King Olaf Tryggvason of Norway. The Battle of Svolder was said to be the greatest naval engagement of the early Middle Ages. The pagans in Olaf's army would be killed if they refused to convert to Christianity. Little did Olaf know that by this, he sowed the seeds of his own destruction. Sigvaldi, the chief of the Joms Vikings, betrayed King Olaf and told him rumours of a fake planned ambush. He then lured him into a real ambush in the Baltic Sea. The Joms Vikings and Swain's allied forces then slaughtered Olaf's men. Burning arrows streaked the skies like thousands of meteors and they rained down on Olaf's fleet. Finally, Swain and Sigvaldi's ships would smash into King Olaf's famous boat, called the Long Serpent. Hand-to-hand -hand combat would now begin, and it was a massacre. King Olaf soon realised all his men were dying, and all hope was lost. He would then commit suicide by jumping into the sea whilst fully armoured. Swain laughed at this, as the fanatical king had just damned himself to hell. Swain and his allies then divided portions of Norway amongst themselves. By the end of the 9th century, a large portion of England had been conquered by the Vikings, and the Anglo-Saxons were forced into living alongside their Norse neighbours. The area that had been conquered was known as the Danelaw. However, King Ethelred the Unready of England would order the extermination of all Danes in England this was known as the St. Bryce's Day Massacre, which took place in the year 1002. The massacre was even justified in a royal charter. After the massacre, Swain would raid and ravage England from the years 1002 to 1012. These raids would eventually result in him launching a full-scale invasion on England, 
with his ultimate goal, being the death of King Ethelred, and him taking the English crown by right of conquest. He would set sail for England, and according to the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, this is what happened. Before the month August, came King Swain, with his fleet to Sandwich, and very soon went about East Anglia, into the Humber mouth, and so upward along the Trent, until he came to Gainsborough. Then, soon submitted to him, Earl Uhtred, and all the Northumbrians, and all the people of Lindsay, and afterwards, the people of the five boroughs. After, he came over Watling Street. They went to Oxford, and the town dwellers soon bowed to him, and gave hostages. From there they went to Winchester, and the people did the same. Then eastward, to London. Once Swain and his army arrived in London, they began besieging the city. The Londoners, however, would put up a very strong resistance. Thorkel the Tall, the now leader of the Yom's Vikings, had defected to King Ethelred's side, and acted as one of his generals in defending the city. Swain was cunning, and decided to abandon London, and take the rest of the country. He travelled to Bath, where he received the submission of the Western Thanes. His army was now massive, as many lords and eldermen of England had pledged their men to his cause, out of fear. Once word reached London, they too surrendered, knowing their fight and resistance was hopeless. Ethelred would go into exile, as staying in England would no doubt have resulted in his death. Swain had just taken the whole of England, and was now its king, by right of conquest. By the end of the year 1013, Swain was at the height of his power, being the ruler of Norway, king of Denmark and England. However, by February in 1014, he would suddenly die, leaving his son Canute to now fight for the English crown, and his son would have a much harder time in obtaining the crown than his father. His empire that he created was held together by his brilliance alone, and it immediately disintegrated upon his death. His son Canute would make it his lifelong mission to re-establish his father's North Sea Empire. Swain Forkbeard was no doubt a fearless warrior. He was descended from legends, and then became a legend himself. Who do you think Swain's real father was? Was it Canute Gormson or Harold Bluetooth? Swain did name his own son Canute, so that is one argument. Anyway, if you enjoyed the video, make sure to like, subscribe and share, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.